Did you know that you have a gift within you that is totally unique? I mean, no one on earth has that same gift. My guests will help you discover your supernatural gift that can change the world on this edition of It's Supernatural. Can ancient secrets of the supernatural be rediscovered? Do angels exist? Is there life after death? Are healing miracles real? Can you get supernatural help from another dimension? Has the future been written in advance? Sid Roth has spent 30 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid on this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Dr. Caroline Leaf. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. Dr. Leaf has researched the brain for 25 years. When she started her research, brain science was in the Stone Age. And as a matter of fact, people that reach your level, uh, there probably aren't too many that believe in the Bible. No, I think there's like only a few of us around. <laughs> but you know what? I believe with the latest research you have, people are going to start that are even agnostics they or are atheists are going to start seeing, hey, Jesus said what we're just finding out in our research. Exactly. And the thing that's so amazing to me is that you say God created us with a gift and everyone's gift, and this is hard to comprehend. This is a lot of people on earth, but she says everyone's gift is so unique. And when you can learn what your gift is and operate in, in your gift, you're gonna have extraordinary peace. You're going to accomplish your destiny. You're going to be walking in divine health. Your relationships are going to be better. And most people that take these standardized tests, they're not tests for the gift that God's given them. They're tests for their, their, their talents. Explain. Exactly. Well, that's exactly, you said it so well, Sid. What we need to distinguish between is our gift and then the manifestation of the gift. The manifestation of the gift is what we'll see in terms of someone singing beautifully or mm -hmm. being able to play the piano or a great mathematician or a great orator. Those are manifestations. And during the course of, of one's lifetime, you know, you get experience. So those manifestations will change and will expand. And we'll have multiple things that we can do oh, well. Okay, you say our gifts are so unique. Yes. It's like as unique as a fingerprint. That's how unique your gift is, how special you are. What happens when real people realize they're special, they're unique, yeah. and then they find out what God created them to be unique for? Well, this is, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, when I was still had my clinical practice, I would have boxes of clinics because to show someone who for years has been labeled that you're not a label, that you're not what the IQ test or the personality test or the aptitude test is, you actually have a unique way of thinking that is different and there's no one else who can think like that, that you're a unique designer in, in the way that you think, a designer babe, I often say. Because what it essentially is, is that your unique gift, Sid, is the unique way in which you think. You have a unique way of thinking. I have a unique way of thinking. 6.7 billion people on the planet, each and every one of us, thinks in a unique way. How, how could it be so unique? I don't get that. Well, it's just in terms of physiologically, what happens is this, is that we are thinking all day long. You're even thinking at nighttime. You are a thinking being. God has 
blessed us with that, this ability to think. As you think, you think you're processing information from outside, and as you're thinking, you're making choices and you're building thoughts. Now, thoughts are real. They occupy mental real estate. They're real physical structural things inside your brain, and they're constantly changing. So our thoughts are constantly dynamic and changing. Now, the if, if simplest way to explain this is if, if there was a car accident, and you had five people at the scene of the car accident, or 10 or 20, every single person would report it differently because each person perceives it differently. We each have this unique way that we filter information through the world as we're thinking to build thoughts. So our gift of thinking filters and then builds the thought, and it's different for every single person. That's what the scientists have found, that the, physiologically the process, and we can go into a little bit of that in a moment, but physiologically it's the same, um, we have the same physiological process, but the way that we use that physiological process so, so depending person. on which part of the brain you start with and, and cycle, if you can exactly. understand where, what part uh, your strengths are, you can improve your weaknesses. Well, absolutely. And even nicer than that is that you actually don't have weaknesses built into you. Now, this is totally and utterly unique to the whole the whole concept of talents and things because we think, oh, well, I've got strengths and weaknesses. You actually built with strengths because God said, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And he also says in Ecclesiastes 3.11 that he has planted eternity in our minds and a divine sense of purpose. And we've got the mind of Christ. I mean, there's so many scriptures that we can use that to, 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 uh, to explain that. So what it means is that you are wired um, for talent, for, for, for giftedness. You're wired for strengths. So therefore, when we make a bad choice, Choices, we build uh, we build networks in our mind that block our gift and weaknesses will actually manifest. But also it's how we define weakness. The world says, for example, that to be successful you have to be a linguist and a mathematician mm -hmm. and those and if you if you're an artist or something else you're not as as clever. But that or smart. Now that's not the truth. That's just there's a bell curve and what they do is they say, well if you're in this part of the bell curve you're the gifted and then everyone else out there. Meanwhile it's the other way around. There's something that you can do that no one else on this planet can do, which makes you designer. So that uniqueness, that bell curve that the world uses or defines as giftedness is completely wrong because everything that you can do is, is, is gifted because it's the result of the way in which you think. So there's something if, if, if each, that each of us can do that no one else can do. Uh, okay, uh, you have a test which I took and, Good. and, and, and this test shows what I emphasize, uh, what, 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 what's, what's the first part of my brain, the second part. Tell me what these different parts are very briefly. Okay, so the test that I designed is over years of research because I've done years of research in this gift concept and how the brain does all these things and how builds all these thoughts and that kind of thing. So what I was using in my clinical practice was I would help um, uh, people to understand this is how I think, this is the structure of my thought processes and if I work hand in hand with the structure of my thought processes it's going to produce a better result, whatever that result, desired result may be. So from the brain science, I'm summarizing huge years of research and right. everything, we have, if I use the brain as an example, this model as an example, it's almost as though we can slice up the brain into seven distinct mm -hmm. areas. 
and each of those areas there are groups of nerve cells in each of those areas that are responsible for a specific type of thought I call them pillars of thought and there's seven pillars of thought so the brain is almost in seven different groups and that's interesting because in Proverbs 9 verses 1 it talks about wisdom has built her house on seven pillars so God knew how the brain was defined I'll tell you what I want you to hold that thought you're going to find out these how these seven pillars each operate and it's the combination that makes you so unique and I took this test and we're going to find out if I'm suited to be a host of an interview show don't go away be right back after this word We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! When Jesus prayed that they all may be one, there were only two people groups, Jews and Gentiles. Denominations did not exist. 2,000 years later, His prayer is still yet to be fulfilled. God's purpose from the beginning was for all nations to become one in Yeshua, Messiah Jesus. To break down the middle wall of separation dividing Jew and Gentile, so that the world may believe that Yeshua is the Messiah and Lord over all. When Jewish spiritual DNA merges with the New Covenant Christian DNA, there will be what Paul called life from the dead. That's why Sid Roth's website is loaded with cutting-edge articles and teaching about the one new man. Log on to SidRoth.org today. We now return to It's Supernatural! Hello, Sid Roth here with Dr. Caroline Leaf. And uh, Caroline, you were saying that the brain, interest, just like it says in Scripture, is divided. Wisdom is in seven pillars. The brain is divided into seven pillars. And tell me what these pillars do for us. Okay. So there's seven pillars of thought. So we're a thinking being. We're thinking all day long, even at night, and when we think the result is thoughts. So as we think, we each think in our own unique way. But so what happens is the brain's got these seven pillars and as we are processing thought, it's like when you digest food or when a film is developed, it goes through stages. Same thing with your thinking. You go, your, your thinking goes through seven different stages. So each part of the brain, like for example, the front part of the brain, we would call your intrapersonal type of thinking, which it deals with your deep thinking and so on. Your second part deals with this and all the different areas of your brain deal with something different. So each of the seven different parts. So deep thinking at the front and then more communication toward going towards the middle and more logical towards that part and going to movement, musical, instinct, right to the back where we see visual, spatial kind of pictures and images. So as you are listening to me now, your brain would be cycling through your, these seven but in your own unique way and that's what's unique. How fast? Very fast, very. One, every, every one to two seconds, you will cycle through all seven. So but it's the combination that makes me unique exactly. from you it's or from you. you. Exactly. It's how you move through. So you may start at the front and then move to the back and then move to there and then move. It's, I may start over there and then everyone starts at the front, but I may go there first and then go back to then there. First. It's just that okay. and, and the I, amount of time as well that you spend in each I, I took your test. And it's a simple test. You don't pass or fail. It, it's, it's true or false. And it's very easy. And I took it. And I have my results here. Okay. And I want you to tell me whether I'm suited for what I do. Um, sure you are. My highest one was interpersonal. 
Okay. The next two... Stop. You wouldn't mind stopping right there. Let me show where that is. In other words, what happens is the second part over here, this is your interpersonal area. Your first, um, on the in your order, mm -hmm. the first one opens the door to receiving information. That was the highest. That was your highest. So your yes. highest, there's, there's no good or bad. So whatever's low is also mm -hmm. good. It just shows you the order that you cycle through the seven. And then the score simply tells you as well how long you spend in each. There's mm -hmm. no wrong pattern. Every single pattern's fantastic, wonderful superb so that's everyone can rest at ease because often people think oh my goodness I must get higher no whatever you get is fantastic so you would open the door to receiving information through interpersonal which means that you like to ask questions and get in people's heads and get information in your own head through a lot of communication and that's why you're a great host because you start communication you start getting to know people that's why you like to do the radio interviews because yes. you you like to get asked questions and it's and I, I have to tell you, when I read what these things meant, I said, oh, that was a pretty good test. Good. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Now, the next two, and they were both identical, was intra, as far as the, the numbers, was intrapersonal and linguistic. Okay, so then what happens is you, you, you cycle, it always starts down there. So you cycled immediately to that. And then, then you went back down there, then you cycled to here, the front. Front is intrapersonal. Intra is deep thinking, introspection, decision making, going inward. So, and you do that, when I watch you, you do that. You'll ask a question and then you go deep inside yourself to actually analyze and interpret that, that information. And so you, your second part helps to build a temporary memory. So you ask questions to get, your, get the information in your head, and then as you deep think, you start building a memory. Then mm. your third one down was... Was linguistic. Linguistic, and now that is more or less over here. But actually, the, the second the, and third were the same The numbers. same. If we, um, that can happen because it's not, uh, my test in my clinic takes, my, clini my clinical mm. practice is, is a thousand questions. So, you know, there we, right. could, we would be able to, all you do in a, in a case like that, Sid, is you would just go back and redo the two sections and saying, okay, is this an acquired skill or is this really me? And in that way, you'll distinguish and you'll find one or two questions that you may change. Because very often we, we muddle up what we've acquired, what we've learned through experience, through life, with what we really like to do. And so there you'll be able to distinguish. But let's assume that your intro was your, comes out second and your third, and they can be very close. They can be a mm. point percentage. It doesn't matter. It's absolutely fine. So your third one was linguistic, which is more or less over there. Linguistic is words. It's the spoken and written word. Now, if I watch the way you interview, you've got a lot of information, you've lots of words. You, so you're using, now your third one down is where, is where you start to consolidate information. So now I've received through the first one, through asking questions, or you have, you have started building your temporary memory through going deep down inside yourself. And then you're gonna shift over to words written or spoken words where you are consolidating, getting that memory like kind of fixed, getting it in its place, connecting it with other memories. Okay, what's your next one down? No, well, I just wrote those three. Oh, just those three. Okay, so that starts describing. Now you would still, so in, in any one, in every one to two seconds, every time all day long, two and a half thousand to three thousand times an hour, up to sixty thousand times a day, as you are thinking, you're going to shift all the time there, there, there. 
Okay, I can see time, someone, processing. I can see a young kid, uh, and, and, and you, you've given me so many examples that when I did the radio interview yeah. of uh, young people that you, as, as a mother, your own child, yes. as a mother, understood by understanding her thinking process. Absolutely. But what about someone 70, 80 years old? Would it help them to know their gift? Oh, well, absolutely. Like you said, we've got four children, and as a mother, I believe I've become a better mother by understanding my children. I've had, um, I've had people in my clinical practice sobbing because they've said, oh, I've always believed I could do that. So to show someone that you, you are gifted, hang on, the way you think is, this is brilliant. This is what it looks like. I'd print out a graph, and you can do that. You can just enter it into PowerPoint and print out your own graph and, and celebrate that. I do a lot of work in schools. But, but when people block their gifts, then, it's a problem. then what happens to them physiologically well, when the gifts are blocked? When, when we block our gifts, we, we actually use our gift. Gift is our, our unique way that we flip through, cycle we through think. all of these. The result of that is we're going to build memory. So we're going to use a tree here to show memory. This is a tree because the nerve cells of the brain look like trees. So we talk about the magic trees of the mind. So my result of using my gift will be a creation. Now, the creation that I create in my mind, because my brain is neuroplastic, which means it can grow these branches and change them, could be like this, which is the normal, the natural, or it could be a negative-looking tree, which I call a toxic tree, or a gift blocker. could be this black tree. So, so if, gift our gifts, if our gifts are blocked and we build memories that look like this, what happens to us physically, socially? Well, that, that's, that is considered a gift blocker. Now, what can ha that, that throws our body into stress and we don't think clearly. Wherever I have inflammation, now, for example, if I have this kind of setup, more or less in this part of the brain over here, where I'm pointing to now, it's called the ACG, anterior central gyrus. I'm just using this as an example. Now, that's the part of your brain that shifts between thoughts. It's called the gear shifter of the brain. If I have a toxic thought built over there, as I'm cycling through those seven loops, I get there, it's like a big log in the road. Like, you know, if you have a big tree trunk that falls over the, the road or the highway's got a, a crack in it and you can't drive through a big hole in it or a pit, or the, if there's a bridge you can't well, it listen, stops your thinking. I under, the, you know, the <laughs> example of the road cracking and I've put my tire over that, I don't want that. I don't want my gift blocked in any way. I want to express myself. I want to be at peace. I want to be in health. I want to have good relationships. And I want to find out about these gift blockers. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this word. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. You have a unique God-given gift inside of you that can change the world around you. Did you know that God wired you for love, health, and wholeness? God wants you to experience His love, joy, health, and wholeness every day. Dr. Carolyn Leaf has studied the brain for over 25 years. She will help you discover your God-given gifts so you can fulfill God's destiny and purpose. Call now for Dr. Leaf's biblically-based course, which includes a hardback edition of her book and her eight-part teaching series on four DVDs entitled The Gift in You. This entire the entire revolutionary course is yours for a donation of $60. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9075. This course includes a gift profile containing 210 simple questions that will help you discover all that God has created you to be. Through this course, you will obtain a new sense of confidence and self-esteem. Find out how to deal with gift blockers that prevent you from achieving your God-given destiny. Understand how to better use the seven pillars of your brain to achieve your greatest potential. Learn how repentance actually helps rewire your 
brain to operate in love, and so much more. Don't miss out on getting this easy-to-understand, groundbreaking course, including a hardback edition of Dr. Leaf's book and this eight-part audio teaching series on four DVDs entitled The Gift in You. It's yours for a donation of $60. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9075. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 9075 or log on to SidRoth.org. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Dr. Caroline Leaf. And Dr. Leaf, I was just reminded when your gift is ignored, you literally can't even hear the Holy Spirit. No, it blocks completely because your, your thinking is, is like a triangle between your brain where your, where your thinking is happening, and then also down to your heart. There's like a link. So your heart is like a mini brain, and that mini brain feeds up to, it's like a checking station. It checks for the integrity of the message. And then that keeps your mind calm. It keeps your mind, but if we ignore the message from the heart, then it throws our brain into stress. So it's almost as though God has built in, okay, you're, you're not thinking clearly. Let's just get a little checking station from the heart, listen to the heart. And as the heart calms the brain down, your body your heart will release a chemical called A and F. When that flows through your body, you get that feeling of peace. Whew, that's the right thing. Now, now you so list so many gift blockers. What happens when you are involved in a gift blocker? Well, if I, if I can start with something like depression, which yes. is such a prevalent problem sure. in today's times. It's really become, and it's, it's, it's an epidemic. It very often will start in this area of the brain called the ACG that I was explaining in the last in the last segment. And if we talk about um, if there is an actual one of these trees over there, it's like this roadblock. So as you're thinking, it gets stuck there. And when it gets stuck there, there's inflammation in that area. So the whole electrical chemical balance is upset. So I can't, I, I almost like skip that part of my thinking process. Now in order to think properly, to use my gift properly, which is my unique way of thinking, I have to go through all seven. So if I skip one of them, or jump over one of them, or partially go through one of those areas, something happens in the process of digesting that thought, which means I won't think clearly. I'll get the feeling of fogginess in my mm. mind. It can lead to anxiety, worry, depression, increase the depression, increase the anxiety. It becomes a vicious cycle. And that's not a healthy state to be in, because that will manifest in the body in all different you, Give me ways. another gift blocker. Well, you can have anything like, uh, you have, what I've done is I've, to make it easy for people to identify gift blockers, I've identified 12 areas. If you think of this tree having a root, this would be a fear tree because this is not a great tree. This root, the, the roots of this tree have got 12 different roots. Now why 12? I've taken what I call the dirty dozen. And the dirty dozen are like areas where, because people have got so many thoughts going through their heads. So often people will say to me, well, where do I start? Where do I find my gift blockers? There's so many things that are blocking mm -hmm. my mind. So to simplify, it's okay, 12 categories. And you choose a category where you want to start. So for example, it may be toxic love or toxic touch or toxic dreams or whatever, toxic thoughts, toxic emotions. So you identify the area and each one of those deals then say, okay, what is toxic love? What is love first of all? So we start with the positive side. Love is a very positive thing. When, you, when you're in a state of love, which is joy, peace, patience, kindness, all the good stuff, 
your body's wired according to how it should be operating, you've got peace in your body, you're thinking clearly. So that's on the positive side. But then we can have toxic love, which could be maybe you weren't had a bad relationship with a parent or a bad relationship with a, with a spouse or there was some kind of toxic thing. So what was meant for good becomes distorted. So instead of having this experience of my mom loved me or my dad loved me or whatever or relationship with a spouse, you now have this big black tree in your brain and that thing is now blocking your ability to think. So then we need to renew the mind. We need to rewire that. We need to bring this into consciousness and we need to actually melt that down, which your brain can do. And, and that's the most wonderful thing. You can melt down these gift blockers and release good chemicals. I love your section on monkey hug. Yeah, Explain that. That is so cute. They did an experiment with, with rhesus monkeys where they, newborn baby monkeys were separated. Some were left with their mothers and some were put in cages and they were just fed with like a, a bottle. There was no touching and hugging. And these little monkeys, the ones that didn't have the touch and the hug, became very ill. Their cortisol levels, their stress chemicals, all, their, their body went into 1,400 different chemical reactions went chaotic, and some of them even died. Then they took those baby monkeys that were quite sick, and they put them with, uh, with a mommy monkey who loved them, touched them, hugged them, and those baby monkeys got better. If we take that experiment, the concept of that experiment, we're not monkeys, obviously, but the concept of touch, what it did in the body, and they've done lots of experiments, obviously, with humans as well in terms of touch. As we touch, we release endorphins in our body. Endorphins are like painkillers. They make you feel calm. They make you feel peaceful. They make you feel good. So when we, we have sense receptors in our body, and men, women have 10 times more than men in our body. And so when we touch, we actually release those chemicals, which the endorphins, which then will send a message through to the brain that, hey, I'm calm, I'm peaceful, message to the heart. And you find yourself thinking clearly. So just by going up to someone and smiling at them and saying, hey, you look great today, well done, that was great, and patting them on the shoulder, giving them a hug, that kind of touch releases a, um, it, it, it reflects that you are showing love to them. You it know what, I, love hear chemicals. A, I, I hear a lot of people talking about sowing money, so money will come back. How about the idea of sowing love. I love that one. So love will come I back. I love that one. And how about the Word of God? What does that do to this toxic stuff? That wipes that out. That's, that is, I mean, if you've got the Word of God is, is healthy, green, live, living trees. When we memorize scripture, when we pray, when we worship God, our brain gets thicker. What's going to happen when someone digests what you're saying, gets rid of those gift blockers, and gets rid of that, and gets that, lift that up. What, what, what is, how much peace are they gonna have? Peace is gonna flow through their body because that sends a message from the brain down to the heart. My faith is soaring because I see everything Jesus said, how it affects everything we see, touch, feel, react to. Get ready to walk in your destiny. Get ready to experience extraordinary, supernatural, Peace. You have a unique God-given gift inside of you that can change the world around you. Did you know that God wired you for love, health, and wholeness? God wants you to experience His love, joy, health, and wholeness every day. Dr. Carolyn Leaf has studied the brain for over 25 years. She will help you discover your God-given gifts so you can fulfill God's destiny and purpose. Call now for Dr. Leaf's biblically-based course, which includes a hardback edition of her book and her eight-part teaching series on four DVDs entitled The Gift in You. This entire 
entire revolutionary course is yours for a donation of $60. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9075. This course includes a gift profile containing 210 simple questions that will help you discover all that God has created you to be. Through this course, you will obtain a new sense of confidence and self-esteem. Find out how to deal with gift blockers that prevent you from achieving your God-given destiny. Understand how to better use the seven pillars of your brain to achieve your greatest potential. Learn how repentance actually helps rewire your brain to operate in love and so much more. Don't miss out on getting this easy to understand groundbreaking course including a hardback edition of Dr. Leaf's book and this eight-part audio teaching series on four DVDs entitled The Gift in You. It's yours for a donation of $60. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9075. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 9075 or log on to SidRoth.org. Next week on It's Supernatural, Jesus personally released three angels to accompany my guest. One is an angel of provision and protection. Another helps release healing and miracles. Now, money and miracles are supernaturally released in other people's lives when He speaks. 